Bom dia, boa tarde, boa noite. This is Espírito. Welcome to another episode of the Capoeira Talk. This is going to be episode 13 already. And there was a really cool uh, interview or chat or bate pap, however you want to call it, with Mestre Malandro from Atlanta, from the school Filos de Bimba. And this was a really informal uh, chat about what's the true meaning of Capoeira Regional. And uh, he talks about, you know, the methodology, the trainings that Master Bimba um, used for uh, the academy and how he trained with Master Nanel, the son of Master Bimba, and, you know, uh, preserved the work uh, in Atlanta uh, with Felix Bimba. And uh, me personally, I've learned a lot about some uh, key things in Cap for Capoeira Regional. And, and he talks about also about misinformations uh, uh, about Capoeira Regional, what Capoeira Regional truly means. Um, yeah, I think it's a really important to have this platform to, you know, uh, to be ed educational for people who wants to learn more about Capoeira. Even when, when you're, it's for, it's for everyone, of course, whether you're, you're a beginner or advanced or so many veteran, of veteran years in Capoeira, it's, you will always... You never stop learning. So yes, this interview was uh, really, really cool. And uh, Malandro is a really nice guy to chat with, really down to earth. And uh, the energy was uh, really positive. Um, you may hear some crickets in the background or the roads. Um, correct, I'm outside walking the dog whilst doing this uh, intro. <laughs> so yeah, without further ado, uh, let's start with the episode with Messi Malandro. And uh, till the next, Asha, ciao. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine, man. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Doing mm -hmm. great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for, uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for doing this with me, man. We've My pleasure. Never, we've never met. I've, I've, seen your, uh, I've seen your work a little bit on social media. I've seen, I've seen a little bit of your uh, live chat with uh, Muito Tempo, of course. And I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to have a chat with him, man. <laughs> Awesome. Pleasure to officially meet you. Yeah, man. Cool, man. So how's your how's how's been, man? Say again. So, so uh, how you been? Oh, everything's good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Cool. Um, I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, living, <laughs> living <laughs> life, uh, you know, yeah, uh, I get to do capoeira every day. Um, nice. That's my passion. Um, yeah, and life is good, man. Cool, man. Great to hear, man. Great yeah. to hear. So what we're going to do is just we're just going to chat, chat about Capoeira, and I'm going to ask you some questions, just low-key, sure. you know, and uh, just have a body bubble, just like a Capoeira game, of course. <laughs> so uh, sure. I think I think we are the same, same era. Um, we grew up in the same era, I think, with Capoeira, with only strong and tech and, you know, so. Yes, the <laughs> so classics. I wanted, I wanted, yeah, the classics. I, wanted, mm -hmm. I want to ask you, yeah, how did Capoeira find you? Find you and, and was it like love the first sight? Um, so how was it for you back in the day? Yeah, back, back in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 90s, yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> The, the late 1900s. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, so, so my first kind of like exposure, you know, was um, only the strong. Mm -hmm. um, 
I didn't really get into Only the Strong until, you know, it, it <laughs> I'm dating, uh, <laughs> logging myself. For, um, so anyway, it, when it became on VHS, <laughs> <laughs> when Only the Strong came on VHS, that's when I really started to get exposed to, you know, Capoeira. Um, and then eventually, you know, with Tekken, Tekken 3 popped off, then yeah. again, that was just like the, the explosion. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, and I guess like slowly but surely, you will start to see a little bit more of Capoeira here and there. So, you know, you had only the strong, you had Tekken mm -hmm. 3, and then later on you had uh, the Quest. Um, oh, you had the Quest. Dam. I forgot about that for with Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what it was is just uh, really... Tekken 3 put like a magnifying glass, like any little yeah. thing, like, yeah. oh, you recognize, now I recognize that couple mm -hmm. of kick, you know, that couple yeah. of movement, so, yeah. Yeah, I had the same, because when Tekken, Tekken I was, previous, before that, I was really uh, already a Tekken fan, so mm -hmm. and then Tekken 3 came out, and then it was that character was like doing crazy stuff, so like, what the hell is this, man? I, and at that time, I did some gymnastics as well, and I, I had some martial art background, I love to doing crazy stuff outside. And then I saw mm -hmm. that characters were like, man, I'm just, before I started the couple of years, I just mimicked Eddie Gordon, you know, right. Armada, maybe, <laughs> you know, Aubachi do. Uh, I did, uh, I think I did uh, Shuchina Lua already before I did Capoeira, you know, because I was like, okay. I want to be like that character, you know? And, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then, then later I was like, oh, that's, that's Capoeira. Oh, that's Capoeira. Then later on, like you said, it's more mm -hmm. exposure. You know, you yeah. are in video, um, video games, uh, films, uh, video clips, you know, commercials. Ah, right. uh, yeah. You it know? just popped that was, pop that was, up on your radar now. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. So that was, that was real cool <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. So I can really relate with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was my first exposure um, visually. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, where, and yeah, where did you start? I officially started training Capoeira in Detroit, Michigan, the 313. Okay, the 313, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, back in the, um, back in 97, 97 is when I first started. Yeah, yeah I was cool. 16. We were the same age then, 97, I started actually in 97 then. <laughs> that was the, yeah, the good year, the good year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. And, and, and uh, which master did you, did you, uh, trained with in the beginning. Yeah. Which group? I, I started under uh, Capoeira Manjinga. That was okay. The group. And then, um, yeah, Mestri Marcelo Cavedinha. That was his name. So, so basically, <laughs> that's kind of mm -hmm. ironic, right? Yeah. Be because you actually trained with Eddie Gordo. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so even when I, um, when I, I called <laughs> using, I'm dating myself, right? When I use the yellow pages to, to call yeah. uh, <laughs> yellow pages to call about information, um, it, it was a branch of the headquarters in uh, Berkeley, California. And yeah. it was like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, have you played, you know, Tekken Three? It's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, oh well, Eddie Gordo, he did the motion capturing, and at that time, like, I wasn't familiar with, you know, the motion motion capturing. Motion capture, and, and yeah. You know. Well, it was like, oh, cool. Uh, or like, sure, yeah. you're, you're, you know, yeah, just whatever. Saying that. <laughs> yeah. So then um, eventually being able to meet, you know, uh, Messi Marcelo and um, I actually moved from Detroit to California 
uh, old folks represent. Old folks, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we out here. Um, yeah. That I actually moved from Detroit, Michigan to uh, the Bay Area specifically uh, to train capoeira, like at 19 years old. You know, cool. I, I was I was hooked. You know, and and fortunately, yeah. uh, my mom supported the move just as long as you know I come back uh, for the yeah. holidays and and yeah, stay in yeah, touch. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And how long did you train uh, at Manjinga? Um, I trained there, uh, let me see, until 2010, 2011. That's you know, quite and a then, long time, man. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, started my own school, my own mm -hmm. kind of uh, lineage, um, where because the Manjinga school is what is considered like a contemporanea, contemporary yeah. school. It mixes yeah. a lot of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then just at a certain point in my life, uh, I was researching my own heritage, my own like African roots. Cool. Right, doing different uh, DNA tests and things like that. Oh, and cool. I think it happened at a good time because uh, the technology to be able to trace your heritage and lineage was you know just further along than you know back yeah. in, back yeah. in the day um so that also seeped into the capoeira because i i wanted to like research the roots of capoeira mm -hmm. um i wanted to research the roots of capoeira here now the roots of angola mm -hmm. um so i like lived in brazil for a year and i was moving all around training uh with different messities um so then when i left uh manjing and started my own thing um, it was the capoeira to like really uh, pay homage and know what the roots are, not just to mix everything together and then, oh, well, you just play fast or slow. Like, no, I want to know what yeah. is the, the lineage, what is the her cultural yeah. heritage, what are the, the rules, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Because again, that was kind of like where I was personally like, okay, where is my heritage from? You know, what yeah. part of the continent? Um, yeah which uh, I did a bunch of DNA tests, but um, with Afri African ancestry, um, they, were, they were able to pinpoint the modern day country. So like uh, the Hausa people from Nigeria um, yeah. is where I was able to uh, trace my ancestry. But then I was also seeping into the capoeira. Like I didn't want to just, okay, well, you just play slow or fast. Like, no, I want to know the, the, the significance of the rhythm, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So that, that was kind of where my head was at. So I lived in Brazil for a year. I traveled around, trained with different Mercedes, different uh, Mercedes of Capoeira Angola, specifically with Hey Jornal. I the, the reference for Capoeira Hey Jornal is Mercedes Nanel, the son of yes. Mercedes Bimba. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I learned a lot uh, there. Um, so then just at that point, that's what I was doing. I was, I wasn't mixing, but it was like, okay, this month or these weeks we're training specifically Capoeira Hazel now, according to the methodology from the source. That's, that's the term yeah. I'm going to use from the source. Um, yes, yeah. and then even from with Capoeira Angola, I particularly liked, uh, Master Jogoji Dentro's, uh, mm -hmm. way of Capoeira because he's a tall guy. Yeah. He's uh, a big, big guy. guy. He's a yeah. big guy. And but yet, also so he, small. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. he plays with composure. Yeah. Um, you know, even if he gets, I, I've never seen him like, you know, lose his cool. So that those mm -hmm. were the elements that I uh, 
migrated to for his capoeira Angola, mm -hmm. you know, um, very refined uh, yeah. capoeira Angola. Um, so yeah, and then still keeping the kind of like the contemporanea like lineage of like you yeah. know Cordal Giorgio at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then um, at a certain point, uh, I had an injury. I tore my uh, Achilles, um, and it was the day before. Before I had my week-long uh, uh, seminar with Master, <laughs> yeah, with Master Nanel, because I I never participated in Carnival in San Francisco, but this one time yeah. in my life, I was like, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna go help my friend, and ended up tearing my Achilles. Um, so I watched the the seminar, the whole seminar, just filming and mm -hmm. just watching Master Nanel work with my students. Mm -hmm. um, and rather me being in the front and kind of like leading, it was like just sitting back yeah, and spectator. watching yeah. him. Yeah, yeah just watching yeah. how he worked with the students. He, uh, he doesn't speak much English, but uh, really was like patient with my students. And my cool. students really had to tune in yeah. rather than me just be the, you know, the, the mediator. Like, yeah. Okay, guys, now do this. No, they had to like really focus. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, and just... Uh, Later on, speaking with Messi and Nanel just person to person rather than teacher and student, it was just like I felt like for me, Capoeira Regional uh, had a lot of depth that I was curious about because, mm -hmm. you know, we there was so much misinformation. Like the, the little time I spent with Messi and Nanel, I just realized, like, man, there's so much misinformation about Capoeira Asian. I was like, I wanted to dive a little bit more into that. It, it sparked my curiosity. Yeah. Um, yeah. So eventually, I joined Felix Bimba under cool. Nestle Nenel. Nestle Nenel, nice. Yes, and, and that's really cool, man. It's a really cool, cool yeah, journey and... that you, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice because it's it's not that often that you hear that people want to know their ancestry and that they make the journey and and know want to know where they're coming from and use that to mm -hmm. you know to gain more knowledge, gain more meaning in capoeira. That's mm -hmm. really beautiful, man. It's really nice. Thank very you. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a life journey because, again, like with yeah. my own personal ancestry and that yeah. kind of was the same thing like with Capoeira. Like I don't want to just do it or just do whatever's the next fad. I <laughs> want to like know the history. Where does this come from? What's yeah. the reason? Like why? The reason why, you know? Um, and it was, it, it, you know, it took time, you know, because I first of course, officially, yeah. met, officially met Matt in and out in 2006, you know, so I didn't join no. Felix Bimba until 2013, you know, okay. so, so there was a, it was a process. Yeah. So 10 yeah. years in Felix Bimba. So um, do you go to Brazil after to train with him or what's the relationship? How do you? Well, pre-pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would, would go to Brazil once a year. Yeah. Um, go to Brazil once a year, and I would bring him also to the States, along cool. with other uh, formados, other Felix mm -hmm. Bimba teachers. Yes. So, um, but now, or or even a little bit like pre, like close to the when the pandemic like popped mm -hmm. off, uh, I would just bring him and. Uh, a battalion of Hazel Nice. So I would bring ah, Master nice. Nanel, cool. I would bring his wife, Master Pedigisa, <laughs> uh, Master Kanguru, who's an amazing singer. Um, 
brought their son, yeah. uh, Abayane, um, also Professor Denchiu, Masri Gahinsha. So over time, I brought a lot of people. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. But uh, it would just it, it became more condensed and focused, yeah. uh, particularly in November, because that's yeah. uh, our Zoom Bimba event where we celebrate the Conciencia Negra mm-hmm. and yeah. also the birth of Master Bimba. So Zoom yes. and Master Bimba, Zoom Bimba. Nice, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great project, man. Great. Yes, things. it gives it gives me a lot of fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see it when you talk <laughs> about your lighting up, man. <laughs> that's, <Yeah>. great. <laughs> that's great. But that's also the, the reason why I'm doing this is like uh, I have to chat with people that I know, but also people that I never met before, mm-hmm. and um, you know to put their work out there um, because I think a lot of people from my uh, space here have, doesn't they don't know you, so yeah. I want to. Mm-hmm expand you know uh, yeah. from the mm-hmm. states from brazil whatever and put your work out there talk about your work and so people are more cognizant about oh he's from he's he's steeped in competition now maybe maybe some people someone will contact you about some information about that stuff you know so that's yeah. why i'm also and also for my personal gain because i the reason i'm doing this is because i in i'm now in a different path um personally because i wanted mm-hmm. to to learn more about Capoeira, learn about different stories, uh, chats, and you know, different perspectives, you know. Right, and yeah. I think that's, and it's right, it's, it's quite easy to do it now because we have the mm-hmm. technology with the internet, it's like pop, and we're connected, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> and, yeah, it's really crazy. And uh, I'm just interested in, in stories, I'm interested in people that I think, okay, they have some value. I want to know their story. I want to learn from from them. So that's why I'm doing this. And uh, thank you again, man, for uh, doing this, man. Really cool, man. My really my cool. pleasure. My pleasure. Um, yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, I really appreciate you, you know, reaching out to me and also like using this platform uh, as an educational um, yeah, tool because yeah. we can use it for many a things, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, to cool, just, man. Talk about what we love, you know, because yeah, yeah. it, it, I really tr- highlight the fact that Capoeira is from the African diaspora. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if I can be an example of how things from the African diaspora um, and demonstrate its value mm-hmm. and show how it brings people together. Yeah. Um, then I feel like I'm doing right by the, the ancestors. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Nice. So, yeah. Cool, man. So, uh, another question. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, something almost all the time, I also talk about Apolidos. Mm-hmm. How did you get your Apolido? So, what's yeah. your name, Malandro? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did um, Marcelo give you the name? Uh, what's the meaning um, behind it? Actually, well, like a Malandro is someone who's like, Streetwise, yeah. tricky, uh, yeah. a con artist, uh, <laughs> hoodlum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just someone who kind of like lit, like is very cunning, you mm-hmm. know, like it, it can, whatever you decide, it can be something kind of like more negative, like someone who like can be manipulative or someone who just like, hey, you know what? Um, I am 
outnumbered and I'm going to use my cunning to get yeah. out of the situation. Yeah. Or I'm going to use my cunning to uh, put the odds in my favor. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm thinking of like a malandro as being able to outsmart the situation, not so much like force. No. Um, yeah. Positive. All positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I received this nickname um, in Detroit uh, from Master Sosuna at the time when oh, he came cool, to uh, teach, a, teach a workshop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I feel like I've grown into it um, mm-hmm. and it's teach me, teaching me a lot of things about how to carry myself and maneuver using my wits, yeah. uh, similar to how the Africans and their descendants had to use their wits in those really difficult uh, situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's, that's how I got my nickname, cool. Malandro. Cool. Yeah. Malandro. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, think, I think it's also a, a quite um, strong name because mm-hmm. it has so many different meanings. And like you said, people are tend to go towards the neg- negative parts, but it doesn't have to, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, yeah. you have to, uh, bend it and like you said outsmart uh, you know using your wits instead of just using force or violence right it's more than that it's more mm-hmm. than that so I think that that's you know that's the education stuff you know so <laughs> yeah. this, this is really cool that you know that you mm-hmm. talk about your your apolito because I think a lot of people doesn't know that you know and uh, mm-hmm. I think that's really important that you know this is what it means and can mean different different things say with my right. name is spiritu yeah it, it can it's it's such a vast meaning so it can mean a lot you know mm-hmm. so and, uh, and how did you get your uh apelido? so i when i started capoeira i i had a different name i was called vejon but mm-hmm. i think i got the name because i was the the only black kid in the, in the class mm-hmm. i was called I was the youngest in the class. It was like, and mm-hmm. it, it was like, yeah, I was too on the nose, you know, it was too yeah, easy. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. but mm-hmm. if, if, in my view, it sounds cool. Vejans, oh, cool, Vejans, you know, Vejans. But what, the, what does it mean? So it has been, you know, because I was, always, I was always jumping around, you know, like a, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was like a fucking yeah. jumping bean, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, then my first teacher, he, uh, he left, he left the group and I wanted to, uh, then the other uh, master came. I took over the group and I was I was, I was asking, can I change my name? You know, is it, is it, is it possible? He was like, yeah, it's possible you can change your name because I wasn't uh, officially baptized with my with the Apolito. Mm. And then uh, he was like, Just give me some give me some time. I will think about it. And he saw, saw me playing and I play I, according to other people, according to other stories. I used to play <laughs> like a like a phantom. You know, okay. so I was sometimes I was here and then immediately I was like there, you know, and playing there, playing there. I was like, just stand still, man. It's like it's like, oh, who's that spirit to spirit to you're a you're a ghost, you're a ghost, yeah. you know. So that's I got me there. And it was in that time I was really also really spiritual. Um mm-hmm. and I think deep down I'm I'm a quite spiritual spiritual person and mm-hmm. I feel and sense a lot of energy flows. And yeah. I use that. I use that. I'm like an antenna. I use that to um, for my games in Capoeira. Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. I feel like okay, this this 
rhythm is like yeah you know you feel the energy you feel okay i'm gonna play but I've, sometimes i feel like i'm just gonna hold back and relax you know and i'm not gonna play so and also like you like you said i i had to grow into my name as mm -hmm. well I, i'm yeah. still learning you know and um so that's how i got my uh my name so i, I officially is it spiritu forti mm -hmm. but people call me spiritu or spiritu so, or yeah so Cool. That's about it, man. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I see. Uh, Spirit salve, 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 master de kanguru. I see. Um, ah, ah, cool, man. Join. That's your nice. Join the group. Bem-vindo. Yes. Bem-vindo. <laughs> cool, man. So, let's see. I was introduced to you years ago through the damn, <laughs> damn series. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. Yes. Thank you so much. Cool, man. Ashton. Cool. Yeah. And who's um, your, this, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Who's, yeah, who's your, your, your biggest influence in Capoeira besides Miss, I don't know, Marcelo or Jogi Dentro or what, whatever, Nanel? Um, man, it, I wouldn't say that I have the biggest, you know, mm -hmm. influence um, because uh, uh, <laughs> I guess Bruce Lee would be my biggest influence for Capoeira uh, because <laughs> because it would be like you know you absorb what is useful, yeah. discard what yeah. is useless, and add what is essentially your own. Right? Yeah. That's the jikundo. Yes, exactly. but but I everyone I try to learn some something uh, or just have my antennas up to learn something. So mm -hmm. for example, like Masidi uh, Konguru, who's an amazing singer. Um, and the, he creates that energy for the Hoda. Um, he also gives great classes as well. Uh, Masri Nanel, who uh, is like fully dedicated to preserving his father's legacy. Mm -hmm. um, and I could uh, um, look up to that because, you know, I came from a single parent household um, and I'm named after my father. So I kind of like understand that desire that you want to preserve your father's legacy um or improve upon the legacy depending yeah. on you know yeah. your the experience right mm -hmm. um so so I, what i try to do is uh, i guess like with bruce lee is just like absorb from all aspects even if it's not necessarily in in capoeira mm -hmm. but just in life yeah. um and life in life essence yeah yeah and you know, I've made there's been a lot of learning because the most learning comes from your mistakes. Yeah. And yes. like in Capoeira, like you learn a lot when you fall. Yeah. How to catch yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's been cool. it's been good. It's been quite a journey, I want to say, yeah. <laughs> with the, the Capoeira yeah. journey. Because yeah. I lived yeah. in Brazil for a year, traveled all around mm -hmm. uh, with different masters, different schools, made friends, came back here, really focused on a particular segment of Capoeira that wasn't being done so it's like oh okay mm -hmm. well actually we're the only ones that play sambito granji the way that Massey bimba bimba played yeah, yeah. oh you mm -hmm. know we're the only ones that even know about the rhythms uh idolina compasada yeah you know yeah so when i'm saying we meaning like me and my students in the bay area because nobody yeah. else was uh really doing it they had their version mm -hmm. but it's different when you drink from the source Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really had to uh, focus on that 
and really like zero in. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And I want to say I'm grateful to the Bay Area Capoeira community and just the greater Capoeira community in general because they've been very supportive. Like, oh, you know, that's very interesting. We need more of this um, so it doesn't die out, you know? Exactly. That's a great segue because yeah. I wanted to ask, ask you about that because the Bay Area Capoeira is so big. Uh, mm -hmm. I've, I've already had some chats with other teachers from the Bay Area and they've been mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like the Capoeira thing there. And with your uh, lineage now, I was I wonder, was wondering what's 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 is it beneficial, you know, if you can share, if you're allowed to share your knowledge um, mm -hmm. about capitalization now and how it's preserved there. But I think it's uh, great that people are open yeah. for it because a lot of people, like you said, don't don't know about the rooms like Idelina Compensado or uh, Bangelinia all those mm -hmm. kind of stuff we know right. the the basic basic stuff and i'd be quite honest um the first the first cd i ever owned mm -hmm. to play the beating bow with was mastery morais uh yeah and i was like practicing every day on the subband grandji or the kusi cafe national at beat for beat for beat <laughs> and and there was the funny thing is there was uh, the rid of Idalina. So I had disc, but every time when I put the disc in this in the CD desk, it, it would it would skip a little bit. You uh, know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> with uh, with uh, Idalina, it it skipped a bit, but I thought it was a variation. So uh, yeah. I played Idalina <laughs> with the with the skipping beat mm -hmm. as a variation, you know. But it was yeah. so funny. But that's how I learned to play it, and uh, you know later on mm -hmm. you try to understand. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And so yeah. now try I I played I played Idalina just how it used to play. But mm -hmm. it's sometimes funny when I play Idalina, I still use that skipping beat yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's so fun it's it's so yeah. fun but I, it, yeah and you know it's it's cool because like our our uh, resources were very limited uh, yeah. you know so any yeah. little thing you know any little thing we could get our hands on yeah. uh if somebody had a vhs tape of this you know harder or don't get like me started about vhs man <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the same holders got passed around to everybody yeah yeah um yeah the, the the, the different CDs, because, uh, you know, again, our access was very limited. So, yeah. you know, it was Capoeira Angola with uh, Messi Moraes and, and mm -hmm. um, with Messi uh, Cobra Mansa and uh, Messi Juan Pequeno yeah. and yeah. Messi Chimba, Chimba um, yeah. as well. Uh, and then eventually Messi Joji. Then through also like Messi Bahao and his first mm -hmm. few volumes of Capoeira yes. Che, like yeah. all those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the class. Great times, man. Great times. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like tuning out. <laughs> I, rem I remember I, I got some VHS tapes from my uh, previous teachers. Yeah, just take, take it home with you. It was like a videotape from um, Grupo Capo in Brazil. Mm -hmm. I played it every damn day, man. I was like watching the hearts, watching how, you know, Messi Boneco play, some, play Sabia. I was just crazy flips i tried to do it on my own man it was it was crazy and now it's like you're popping up you know instagram bam bam so yeah so it's overwhelming much now. content yeah <laughs> so mm -hmm. much content because i come from the day you as well where you go to if cup with event there was not 
allowed to film any of it. Like when mm, yeah. if, if a teacher mm. teaches, give him a workshop, you know, yeah. no, no, cannot see, you know, and yeah. don't put it out there. Now it's right. like sharing, oversharing, oversharing, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's so people have their area where they set up the cameras, like the yes, exactly. camera. <laughs> 60 different angles, you know, like, <laughs> One one so, guy has the uh, camera attached to his chest yes. and everything. Yeah. Yes, it's so different right now. It's so mm -hmm. different. It's so funny, you know. Yeah. How it's, how it changed. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it can be like the information can be, when I say, uh, somewhat like overwhelming because it's just yeah. so much, so much, you yeah. know. So yeah. now, now you kind of have to trim the fat for yeah. specifically of what you mm -hmm. want, you know. Yeah, because. You know, it's with, but it's with everything because back in the days, it's, it's you really make the effort to um, um, remember stuff, you know, mm -hmm. facts. But now it's like oh, just popping up Google and it's just here and it's easy. Yeah. You're not, mm -hmm. you not remember all this kind of stuff. It's same with Kapil as well. You know, it's like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's so easy access and mm -hmm. I do it as well. Um, but I also like the fact that, like you said, we have to maybe trim it down a little bit to make more yeah. effort, you know, but mm. it's, mm. it's, it's difficult because it's, it's just out there. It's, yeah, every, yeah. it's everywhere. It's, you have to, you know, you have to, it speaks to your discipline, right? Cause I mean, yeah. you could, you could go to the grocery store, buy your food, make it for the week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you could just spend your money in a restaurant, or you could Uber Eats and DoorDash, you know, yeah, all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's it's like, how do you balance everything out so that yeah. you're still getting your nourishment? Because mm -hmm. any one of uh, a certain thing is, you know, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. True. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it really is true. what it is. It is, what it is. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is what it is, man. We have to, we have to embrace it, but uh, mm. not, not maybe not embrace, but we have to, I think, know how to deal with it. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Just, and Selavi is just life. It's just the way it is right now. You know, and maybe mm. in five years, it's another form of quite of content out there yeah. that we gonna bitch bitch about so i don't know you know? <laughs> <laughs> think it's, it's gonna be like holograms that'll just like yes pop up, exactly you know? and exactly. then the holograms will just project and we'll be in the actual academy the training space yes. wherever you are so like now i think we're going there just like damn star wars you mm -hmm. know having a hologram harder you know yeah <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Talk but so go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No no no, just go here. Um I was I I I I saw I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, you're an mm -hmm. actor, right? Uh yeah, I'm, uh for, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't be I'm don't in, be don't be modest. Yeah. <laughs> I am in that profession, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So how, uh, yeah, how's that? Because how did you find your way in, in, in mm. acting? And uh, I saw, I read that you have also been in Black Panther. Yes. Mm -hmm. I did it. Yeah, I so, spot you, man. What was your work in Black Panther, man? I'm the uh, biggest Black Panther I fan. Was... Watch, 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 watch. 
Yeah, buddy. Wakanda forever. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yes, um, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, basically, one of the Facebook groups uh, that I'm a part of is the Black Panther and Storm Appreciation Group. Cool. There was a casting call for Black Panther, um, and <clears throat> they were looking for anyone who was African or African American descent. Yeah. Um, so also, if you had any background in martial arts, music, or dance, that's a plus. So I was like, nice. Couple it is all three. Um, so basically, long story short, I caught a flight to Atlanta, stayed mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, spent the night like <laughs> in the airport for one of the layovers. Had my cousin come pick me up, and then we went to the um, the casting call for Black Panther. Yeah. Um, we ended up doing like a performance, an impromptu performance of Capoeira for like mm-hmm. the, uh, the casting director. And that was it. You know, then you just wait and maybe they'll call yeah. you or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they called me, called me back and a few other, other folks that we did our performance. And next thing I know, I'm flying back to Atlanta from the Bay Area. And now I'm on the set of Black Panther. Um, and so I got real, to meet, so uh, got to Chad meet Chadwick Boseman and, you know, yeah. shake his hand and um, yeah. meet uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, as well. Man. Uh, and that was just a great, great experience yeah. because, you know, nothing to that magnitude would, had been done before to show mm-hmm. Africa, a, a major Hollywood studio with major yeah. dollars backing it to yeah. show... Um, even though it is a fictional story, but they're all fictional stories have some sort of inspiration from the real life. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but so example, like all of the tribes that they were showing were like real tribes, garbs, you know, um, uh, expressions, languages, Mm -hmm. uh, that they were speaking, all that is like real life, you know, Mm -hmm. Africa. Uh, so on the set, it was just, a re- you know, I'm getting goosebumps now, man, talking about it. Because um, <laughs> we knew it was something big. that We yeah. knew it was going to be something big, uh, something uh, major. So just to be a part of that was like a huge blessing. So then um, we filmed for a month mm-hmm. um, just this part that I uh, was involved in because I was a part of the border tribe, um, Ibambe. Mm-hmm. And then ah, uh, I, okay. I flew back to the to the bay and I'm thinking, okay, that was a great experience, one and done. Then I get a phone call and later on they were like, hey, we want you to come back for uh, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, again, to be a part of the border tribe, uh, the nice. guys with the uh, capes. Yes, yeah. Um, so again, I got to meet, you know, uh, see Chadwick Boseman again, recognize me. I even gave him one of my uh, Zoom Bimba event shirts. Oh, man. Um, I am for you as fuck right now. <laughs> I, I like, I like snuck it. <laughs> I, I snuck it under my shirt. Like, hey, 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 here you go, man. And, he was, and on set, he would he would stay in his accent. So he's like, ah, oh, th- thank you. Dope. Thank you very much. When I Dope. can, I will try to, if I'm in the Bay Area, I'll try to make it. Nice. Like, okay. awesome man awesome um so that was a just a huge experience and and making connections and and friends that i have until today was like you know the reason what got me to this point is my passion for capoeira yeah and as i continue 
continue to make connections and talk with people is like, Hey, you know what? There's a lane for you, mm -hmm. you know, because, uh, you know, we have, you know, the awesome Latif, you know, Crowder and all the work yeah. that he's done. And yeah. it's like, Hey, you can contribute to that, you yeah. know? Um, so basically I, I just like left it up to the universe, left it up to God mm -hmm. and just kind of mm -hmm. like sat with like, man, is this something that I see myself pursuing because I would need to leave the Bay area. Mind you, mm -hmm. I've been in the Bay area 20 something years already. Oh um, yeah. But also my family here, yeah. um, my, my cousins here were like, Hey, we're going to purchase a building and because my, my blood cousin, she does finances, taxes, and, and everything oh, yeah, that. Yeah, she has her own yeah. firm, right? And then the guy that she married that I get along with like this, uh, he mm -hmm. does martial arts, um, you know, under Dan and Asanto, uh, does oh, uh, Jeet Kune, really? does Wing Chun, does Savat. I got him into Capoeira many, 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 many years cool. ago. So cool. he also does Capoeira. Nice. Um, so then his, they're like, you know, particularly my, uh, her husband, Sully, um, is like, hey, if you move out here, you can yeah. teach capoeira. You have a space to manifest oh, what you want. That's cool. And that's cool. That's where my head was at. That it was my vision back in the Bay Area. That eventually I want to have oh, my own space. Wakanda. You know. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> so Shit. just sat with it. I, you know, with a few years, I would just go back and forth. Now that I've made these connections with people in the stunt community, and then mm -hmm. also, you know, with my cousin because he, you know, has his own academy as well for martial arts. Uh, and does great work. And then, you know, I just decided to pull the trigger and be like, okay, I feel like this is going to be the best thing for me. So it wasn't easy decision, but you know, no. I, after 22 years in the Bay area, I mm -hmm. packed up everything, drove what? from Oakland, California <laughs> to Atlanta, Georgia. Damn. You know? And now here Dreams, I am. Man. And, yeah. And now here I am. Uh, I run the, the Capoeira program. You know, yeah. we have this beautiful mural, Capoeira Hejonal, yeah, nice. Luta Hejonal, nice. Bayana. There's an official name, man. Yes. And again, it's just like if you, if you have the, if you have that, that courage, but also the drive to like really pursue what you're passionate about, you're going to have to take that leap, you know? And mm -hmm. um, I think one of many speeches of like Steve Harvey, he's like, yeah, you know, you yeah. might, you jump off that cliff and, you might, you know, get bumps and bruises on the way down, mm -hmm. but don't worry. Like you have to have faith that your parachute is going to open up and you're going to have that safe landing. And it's been, yeah. it's been really a great experience, you know, cool, and man. just continue to move forward. Like I'm uh, going to put, put together some really cool Capoeira uh, content for film yeah. showing Capoeira oh, as a nice. efficient, um, martial art, uh, self-defense. And I then saw also some, again, I saw I'm, some of it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's in it's in the works. Um, yeah, cool. But that that's that's again like I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose, which is to continue to expose people to capoeira. Yeah. Capoeira in general, mm -hmm. even though the capoeira that I represent is capoeira Hazel now. Um, but also, you know, with this tattoo that's on my arm here, like use capoeira as a tool for education, mm -hmm. personal growth, the growth yeah. of the community and the world. So nice. I'm living my dreams. Yeah. Damn, yeah. man. Such beautiful, such great, man. Thank so you. cool. Thank you. It's so cool to hear, man. Man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.
welcome you're welcome <laughs> so yeah but i <laughs> whilst listening to your story yeah i you know i i get some goosebumps man because it's like it's a dream man we are living our dreams mm -hmm. it's like we work with our body we work with it's community we're living mm -hmm. with a living community and to get exposed like that to you know to share your passion it's 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 beautiful it's a beautiful thing that you can have right yeah thank you and all, all this all comes from something that you know was marginalized and yeah like, for lack of better terms like discriminated against because yes. it was seen capoeira was seen as oh that's just something that the poor blacks do mm -hmm. you know and uh now i get to expose people to like hey you know what there is this martial art you know that has many different facets that whichever way you want to uh dive into it it's there for you yeah. you know if it's uh, a life philosophy is if it's a form of self-defense if it's uh, a deeper connecting with like the african diasporic uh expressions it's it's there you know yeah. um for, for me and that's how i try to uh share that with the with the community because it's in it, it is inviting you know it's mm -hmm. just that people uh you want to make sure that people respect it you know exactly. um because because a lot of times just sometimes it's a conscious effort to to degree uh devalue something mm -hmm. of uh black origin yeah um because that's the that's what they've been taught yeah and then other times it's like oh you know what i i feel something like this thing is kind of soulful it kind of like speaks to me it gives me like goosebumps and that's because yeah. it's generally those things that are connected more to the african roots where that's why it's called you know soul food because it's connected to yeah your, yeah your yes, soul yeah. you know yeah yeah makes really sense. yeah makes sense mm -hmm. makes sense mm -hmm. beautiful man thank you nice <laughs> nice um how long you've been mastering now <laughs> <laughs> oh man well that's a funny subject okay all right so and <laughs> bring it then <laughs> yeah yeah got <laughs> cut right to the chase okay so in the school that i'm with Phyllis Jibina, yeah. right um there is no graduation to where your teacher will be like okay from henceforth you are now master malambe right mm -hmm. that that doesn't exist no right um if i were to stay in capoeira contemporanea yes yeah, henceforth exactly. now you are met. Yeah. Right. So Capoeira Regional, it's based on like the community. So the community mm -hmm. recognizes you. It's not, yeah. yeah. So it's even, but it's not like a formal thing. Like, hey, hey, everyone now call him Nasiri Malandu. Like, no. Mm -hmm. um, no. The community recognizes me. Now, what is a challenge for some people, because in my own school, Philogy Bimba, like, I don't refer to myself as Nasiri because in Phyllis Yubimba, in Capoeira Hezenau, where we still use the silk scarves, yeah. the lenses. Yeah, lenses, yeah. Lenses, yeah. So when you receive your white scarf, when you receive your white scarf, then you receive the title of Mestri Sharange. The Sharanga is this, the one beating bow, two panderas, okay? okay? So that just yeah. means you're the mastery of the- Of that, yeah. 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 So that's it, you're not, in, in Hezronau, it's not you're the mess, couple of the No, it just okay. means you receive the title of Masadi Shot and Get It. 
the community recognizes you as a Mastery. And there's people who, like myself, I haven't received the white scarf yet, but mm -hmm. the community, you know, recognizes me as a Mastery because of my dedication yeah. um, and my work ethic mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and the way that I carry myself and my dedication mm -hmm. to, the, to the community. Oh, okay. And that's in Kapoor Hazel now. Yes. You know, other segments. I don't like to say styles because uh, that just it kind of limits. Because if I say mm -hmm. this style of Angola, well, then that means everyone who trains that is going to be exactly the same. I no, usually say no. like lineages or segments. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's just specifically for Kapoor Hazel now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Clear. Because yeah, I just was wondering. So. Okay. Okay, how is that process going? I know some stuff about that, mm -hmm. but I wanted to hear from you. What's the process if you become, you know, you have to learn SUS when you become a master, or do you do you use contra master in, in Haitian Haitian now? No, no, huh? no. It's just uh, the terms loosely based, like professor, because that just means teacher. Yeah, you know. Um, official titles is like, I'm a formable because mm -hmm. I received my blue scarf, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, one second, let me do an owl real quick. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So you receive your blue scarf and yeah. then that means you are a formable. formable. Okay. Uh, when you receive your red scarf and after completing the emboscada, the ambush yeah. course, right? Yeah. You're um, especially Zada, you're like a specialized mm -hmm. uh, student. So there's two levels of that. There's just the emboscada. And then the next level where you learn how to defend yourself yeah. uh, against weapons. Weapons, um, nice, yeah. Yeah. And these are things that were developed by Mestre, but not something we're like, okay, now we're going to take this other martial art and then we're going to mix it into this. Like a lot of misinformation mm -hmm. is present mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, Capoeira Hezo now. It's um, Messi Bimba's creativity and just his uh, experiences and things that uh, people have been developing over time to defend against weapons, knives, yeah. uh, or mm -hmm. to say uh, arma branca, which are like yes. yeah. white weapons, knives, uh, guns, yeah. and things like that. And that, that, aspect of capoeira always intrigued me because i always thought it as a martial art meaning like a form of self-defense yeah um and then for me capoeira regional was the only one that i felt like i was that aspect uh was being fed to me you know yeah. but i I've still trained, like I trained all different segments of capoeira, I'm like to say styles, but segments like, or lineages, like mm -hmm. different contemporanea schools and different Angola schools. But with capoeira regional, it was easier for me to understand the real world self-defense aspects minus any sort of violence in the Hoda because the incorrect uh, stereotype of regional is like, oh, that's upright and more violent, no. In Phyllis Yibimba, one of the principles is respect when your partner is defenseless and take care of your partner's moral and uh, physical integrity, you mm -hmm. know? So learning about those things is like, oh, is that is totally wrong. What I read in this book that yeah. says like, oh, yeah. we have to... was all the flips and yeah. Exactly, you know? yeah. So 
uh, it's also an opportunity for me to share that mm -hmm. information out of respect for the African uh, diaspora. It's like, yeah. oh, well, it's actually a form of self-control and a yes. form to help protect you and your loved ones, you know? What if you so choose to go down that path, not everyone who does Capoeira Asia now uh, it needs to do that or is required to, to do these uh, particular courses. Mm -hmm. You know, it's up to you if you want to do it, you know, but me, I'm going all the way. The yeah, nice. yeah the top. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Um, when, if you start, if you start a harder, uh, which game do you start with? Which rhythm do you start with traditionally? Uh, um, it's, it's oh, the, the one we use the most is mm -hmm. Ambito Grange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you can start with Idalina Compasada, mm -hmm. you know, can start with uh, Bangalina. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the one that you wouldn't start a hoda with is Iuna. Iuna is mm -hmm. reserved for the end of the hoda, you know, and yeah. that's only oh, for yeah. the formadas. Formadas, yeah. 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 All right. And what's, uh, what's the difference between Bangala and Bangalina? Uh, if yeah, you not, give, give me a moment, I can play it. I can, yeah, I can play yeah. it for you right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. One second. Yes. <laughs> You're in luck, my friend. Nice. You're the first. You're the first one ever played beating ball <laughs> on the podcast, man. <laughs> All right, baby. Cool. Cool. Live performance. Let's go. <laughs> cool. So this is Bangalina, right? Yeah. Is my audio is okay? <laughs> cool. yeah. So that's Bangalina, right? And then yeah. Bangela is like um a little bit just a little bit faster with the extra day on you so um bangela okay this is bangela yeah as opposed to bangelina Nice. Yeah, I know, yeah. So with these uh those rhythms, that kind of takes away the stereotype that mm -hmm. Pejonal is only fast and only exactly. upright. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh there's not yeah. a you know, there's only standing. Um so that's the opportunity again for me to like educate. Yeah. Because there was a moment where I didn't know what I knew now. So as I'm getting this information and learning it for myself then yeah. i go ahead yes. and share that with us exactly as well. yeah yeah nice nice and mm -hmm. what's the great uh the perfect moment to use the hip throws the okay so one second let me place this down <laughs> cool so the cintura desprezada is a sequence of balloons, right? Yes. It's four, four balloons, 
but mm -hmm. there's more baloins that exist in the system of Capoeira Regional, particularly 19 different baloins. 19? 19. Wow. 19 different ones. So, um, so for example, you and your partner can do what's called a sketch, and to the rhythm of San Beto Grandi, you guys know which throws you're going to do. So mm -hmm. that's kind of kind of when you're doing a capoeira performance, right? Mm -hmm. So you're playing to the rhythm of uh, Sambit Ranji. It's a fast rhythm, but then you and your partner mix in some of those, some different throws, right? With the rhythm of Iyuna, that is only for the four mabus mm -hmm. to play. And now you are playing with someone else who's also a four mabu, and you spontaneously have ah, to do those okay. different, different baloins. So I don't know how you're going to grab and throw me and True. vice versa, but I have to kind of uh, respond to the energy yeah. that you're giving me, right? Um, and do that. Uh, that's the purpose of the Yuna game. Yeah. That message being but created the Yuna rhythm, mm -hmm. and that's how, it's, uh, that's how it's used. And the Centura Desprezada is just the sequence mm -hmm. of four basic baloins and then you learn more advanced baloins similar to you have the sequencia not the sequencia there's only one sequence you have the sequencia of all the not all but you have of certain basic movements and then once you complete the sequencia and learn that then you start learning other uh types of kicks and takedowns and things mm. like that as well so it's it's a complete methodology started yeah. by master Dimba. yeah nice i did not know that of the the hip throws man it's mm -hmm. nice to yeah. nice to learn <laughs> nice mm -hmm. i because enjoy sharing I, the information yeah because i only learned you know the base stuff that's been taught to us mm -hmm. in, in general if you yeah. read about but i never knew about there was different sequences or 19 different ways to do it or you know with the Una game that you have to uh, like talk with the game, have to respond yeah. on each other. I did not mm -hmm. know that. It's nice to it's nice to yeah. learn about it, man. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this this stuff has uh, like the foundation has been around like since 1928. You know, right. yeah. It, it began its development in uh, 1918. Yeah, right. Uh, but again, the the message Bimba felt that. Capoeira Hegemao, the foundation was ready in 1928. So the thing is, because it only, because it was coming from one particular source, it was easy. And once he passed away, uh, it was harder for the information to spread the proper information. Because mm -hmm. then it became, then it became a game of like telephone, you know? Yeah. 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 So fortunately, I have the opportunity to share the information directly from the source. I'm not using nice. the terms, this is right, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. This is from the source. Source, yeah. And there you go. Nice. How often people, do you... People love to argue. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I gotta that. But, but, no, it's from the source. It's just how it is. There you go. How often do you train the the Baloys? Do you do, do it every training or do you have a kind of a, uh, I don't know, one week only the, the Baloys or... What's your, what's your methodology? Well, it's, it's a part of the methodology of learning, you mm -hmm. know, so, you know, just similar to 
in school, you know, you addition, then subtraction, multiplication, division. So there's a process. Uh, so um, let me see real quick. Yeah. One second. I just yes. have to like let somebody in. Yeah, no problem. I love to learn. Uh, cool. So, sorry. And he's back. <laughs> but, you know, you know, got, a, got an academy. You got, we have three floors uh, yeah. in our space. So I have to let people in to clean and some oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. need to do their stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let me answer this. Uh, no problem. Where can we listen to the podcast? Um, I will upload it uh, this Sunday on Spotify. Just um, sign, follow the Capoeira Talk podcast. And it's on Spotify or Apple podcast, whatever podcast you're liking. Hmm. So I will, uh, I will put this... I will upload it first on Instagram, just a one minute clip, and I will post it later. I think it's Sunday on the web. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. Educational Sunday again. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Hey yeah. man, I've learned so much. And uh, people here in the chat are learning so much. They're really happy to learn from this, you know, that aspect of cooperation now because mm. there's a lot of mis information yeah uh you know spreading around and um if i, I can, it, what, can hop in yeah just just real quick i apologize yeah. um but it's also like i was um questing uh for knowledge as well yeah and it, it was almost, almost like this for example Mansi bimba uh, a yeah. black man who was poor illiterate um you know, but he was able to take this manifestation and develop it. And now Capoeira has spread around the world, particularly because he kicked the doors open. You know, yeah, he yeah. created he created the first like official refined mm -hmm. methodology to teach. Um, yeah. He created specific rhythms to connect and, and, and dictate uh, different characteristics characteristics from the games of Capoeira. He entered the ring, Valitudo, he entered yeah. the ring and showed yeah. the efficiency. He was undefeated in the ring, showed the efficiency of Capoeira. Then after retiring yeah. from the ring, yeah. he said that Capoeira is not made for the ring. Capoeira is made for the streets to protect yeah. you in situations. Mm -hmm. And it's not something, okay, you square up with someone. It's more so using this Yes. To outsmart the person. Your mind, yeah. Um, exactly. Using that malandraging, using mm -hmm. your malicia. Um, yeah. So because this person was able to do so much for the art form of Capoeira, because it was it was illegal at the time that he's doing all this development and, and refinement and things like that. So it was almost dead. So this black man was able to take this uh, manifestation of the African diaspora Yes, yeah. it uh, it grew in Brazil, right? It was born in Brazil, but its parents are African. It was Africans, yeah. conceived and born in Brazil born to in African Brazil. parents. Yeah. And, and the Portuguese, because they weren't even Brazilians yet, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't, were the ones who were oppressing Capoeira. Yeah. So it is Brazilian, but it's more so um 
it is Brazilian, but it's more so Brazilian because of the location in which it was born, yeah. you know? So I'm African-American, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so Capoeira is Brazilian, but it's Afro-Brazilian. Afro-Brazilian, yeah. Because those are the people who manifested it for their survival. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until later, later then Brazilians was like, yeah, Capoeira. But with even in the time of Master Bimba, again, mm -hmm. he wasn't allowed to call it Capoeira. In the no, time of Master Bimba, no. was, that's why it's called Luta Hezinal Luta Hezinal yeah. Or Vat Vat. Um, and, yeah, so, and I'm just saying yeah. that to inform people, because sometimes you get people like, oh, Capoeira is Brazilian. Yeah, it's Brazilian because of the location in which it was exactly. born. Exactly, which you were born. Know? Yeah. So, but its roots and things are African. Not taking anything away, not saying, oh, it's no, no, more no. this and that. No. But no. we are acknowledging the trajectory. We're not, we are mm -hmm. acknowledging the ancestry, you know? Yes, yeah. it is Brazilian, but it is also Afro-Brazilian. Brazilian, you know? um, yeah. It's one of the African manifestations, mm -hmm. you know? So uh, that, is my, that is my goal, to be a representation and presenter of, of that type of information for people to know, and then they can do whatever they want mm -hmm. with it. You know, but mm. but for a while it was like, oh, Hadrianal, that's the white form of Capoeira, and Angola, that's the African form. So, yeah, if you want to yeah. just do the African, then you do this. If you want to do the more modern, then like all this is just stuff to divide people. You yeah, know? And, and Master Dibimba, I'll finish with this because I could be preaching no. for a while. Uh, <laughs> no problem, man. But no problem. Um, uh, incorrect stereotype from his haters it was like, oh, Master Dibimba, whiten Capoeira. It's like, no. Master Bimba Africanized those people who didn't have a direct connection to the African diaspora mm -hmm. or the African lineage because yeah. he was a he was a practitioner of Condomble. Condomble, right? yeah. He he uh, his father was a a practitioner of Batuki, Batuki, right? art, yeah. art form that was also illegal and died out because of the oppression, right? Um, and then he took those movements and felt it developed them so that they could fit into capoeira so that was a way of his his way of preserving other mm -hmm. african manifestations right um and he you know went into the ring showed its efficiency but also stated that this is my art form is not made for the ring my art form is made for mm -hmm. people to protect themselves yeah. for the streets you yeah. know um, so he was very empowering, you know, and this guy, again, was poor, black, mm -hmm. literate, and was able to really represent. It was almost like he was the Muhammad Ali, you know, of Kapoor. True. <laughs> hey, that's you a, know? Um, a great analogy. Great, yeah. yeah. Um, so my thing is that I saw an opportunity where I, my needs were being met in Kapoor Hezhanal because, yes, I did Capoeira Contemporanea, I trained also Capoeira Angola with all respect, you know, to the different lineages. But I felt like I could do the most service to his memory, the mm -hmm. most service to the African diasporic arts mm -hmm. um, by educating myself about Capoeira Regional and then sharing that uh, education with other people. And not saying that, okay, this is better than that. No, it exists. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, that's fine. But here's the information so you know what it is and you yeah. know what it isn't. 
And then after that, you can go to sleep and exactly. wake up and do whatever you do in the morning. <laughs> what you know? do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> preach. Preach. <laughs> it's nice. I learned so much, man. And every time, uh, because I always listen back to the episodes that I did and I always hate myself. I hate hearing myself, but I always catching some new stuff of the interviews. And so like, yeah, it was, oh yeah, that's what he talked about. Oh, that's what you talk about. That's, I will dissect this interview, man. I will, this yeah. is really, really, really great. Uh, awesome. really helpful. Yeah. And, uh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. Oh, definitely. It's my, my pleasure. And like, definitely open to like doing this again. Yeah. If, man. Uh, you know, you have more questions cause you know, I use Capoeira as an educational tool. Like, you know, with this tattoo, yeah. this Capoeira pledge, it says that I will use Capoeira as an educational tool mm -hmm. for growth, the growth of the, uh, growth of the community and the world. So yeah. there was a time when I didn't know what I knew now about Capoeira Hedrano or even Capoeira in general. You know, I'm not a Capoeira Hedrano historian, yes. but um, I'm inspired to learn more because it helps connect me to my ancestors. Yeah. You know, it, more, deeper than what's the new combination. It's exactly. how can I deeper understand this art form so that I can present uh, presented to the next generation and give them something one give them a, a connection to something greater than themselves so they don't feel like they were just born yesterday um mm -hmm. and you, so that again use it as a tool for education personal growth the growth of the community yeah <laughs> yes damn man and, and i'm done, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely gonna do a part two man because yeah I I've, I've, I've many more questions, but uh, we'll save it for uh, for another another one. And I'm gonna ask my students as well if they have particular questions about this subject. Uh, you know, I will uh, they can then write to me, and we can awesome. do a part two, man. Yeah, for um, sure. This has really been really cool. Uh, it was nice to meet you. It was nice to hear your stories. And uh, yeah, man, and you and you Thank have you. do some exceptional work, man. It's really cool to hear. Thank you. More, more, more coming down the pipeline. Nice, nice. Can't wait. Can't wait. Awesome. Malandro, and thank, thank you, you so much for the uh, the opportunity. I really appreciate you like reaching out to me and and offer me a, a space on your platform. Really appreciate You're it. Welcome, man. Keep You're up welcome. the good work. work. Yes, you too, man. <laughs> we keep we keep in touch. Awesome. And uh, yes, sir. I will I will I will tag you with this. Uh, I'm gonna upload a one minute clip. It's a highlight mm -hmm. clip, and then I will put it someday. I will put the whole episode on my podcast view, so stay tuned. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Ashe. All right, man. Ashe, brother. Ciao, ciao. Peace.